If you're in the market for a super addictive puzzle game, you have to check out Mini Motorways on Apple Arcade. It's a city planning strategy puzzler with an incredibly satisfying gameplay loop. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today. That's sifter.com.au slash arcade for a free one-month trial of Apple Arcade, and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. New subscribers only, $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled. I mean, first of all, I love, um, I absolutely love Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Um, is actually, I think it was Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 4 that made me want to try skateboarding in real life. So I harassed my parents until they, they gifted me a skateboard for Christmas. And yeah, ever since I'm a skateboarder myself, so I definitely, um, it has a very special place in my heart. But uh, it also obviously has um, this very arcade style of gameplay, which is um, not really about capturing the feeling of how um, skateboarding feels in reality but rather on doing very crazy stuff and like tons of tricks chained together in a combo and almost like this it has almost like this surreal vibe to it so um, I always wished then once I got into skating and saw how it felt actually skateboarding in reality I always wished for um, a game taking a bit more of a realistic approach. Hello and welcome to Pixel Sift. My name is Gianni DiGiovanni. Berlin-based developer Paul Schneff was inspired by playing Tony Hawk's Pro Skater when he was younger to take up skating as a hobby. But the video games he loved never quite captured that exact feeling of actually skating. Paul is one-third of the German studio Grizzly Games who made the critically acclaimed small-scale city builder Islanders, where players build in a low-pressure environment. And before that, they made a wingsuit flying game called Superflight, both which have a really amazingly beautiful aesthetic. And that minimalist, stylish look is captured in Paul's new game. It's called The Ramp. It's an isometric skating game where it's not about scoring points, but actually capturing the feeling of the flow. Well, I've been skateboarding for the last almost 20 years like 18 years probably probably um and it was ever since i i've been into making games it was something i wanted to try because i um felt especially for vert skating there there aren't that many skating games um tackling this area of skateboarding and i also yeah i always wanted to create a game that does proper justice to it so um yeah after completing superflight and islanders and gathering um a little experience in making indie games and also figuring out for myself that this is probably what i want to want to be doing the next years of my life um i thought i'd just give it a try so um I always wished then, once I got into skating and saw how it felt actually skateboarding in reality, I always wished for um, a game taking a bit more of a realistic approach. I think it's the sensation of just 
getting completely lost in the moment and not thinking about anything else anymore and just like yeah flowing through the level and being completely absorbed by what you do and i think maybe that even becomes easier the less there actually is to a game because it's not cluttering your mind with with so many things at the same time like you don't have to think about your score or your missions or the story of the game or tons of achievements stuff like that you mentioned that this game is described more as a digital toy rather than a game. Why is it important to have that distinction rather than just call it a video game? I mean, I mostly do it to set the, the right frame of reference for people um, who are thinking about buying it because it's really something I want to be very honest about. I don't want to like trick people into buying the game or stuff like that. I just want to make clear that everybody has... Um, yeah, everybody can make an informed decision whether about uh, they think the game is for them or not. And because I think of the way the game looks, um, you would naturally maybe expect something something different content-wise. Like you would probably expect that there are a lot of different characters to unlock or skins or different gear and I don't know, maybe challenges in every level and yeah just like stuff to unlock generally and kind of some sense of in-game progression and yeah describing it as as a digital toy it's kind of the shortest way of saying it's not there <laughs> like all the stuff i just described is not in the game probably helps to be expecting the right thing um, from the game and I try hard to be honest about what to expect from the game um, yeah I think the best mindset would be to just like be, be open for the experience if you already are interested in skateboarding or a skater you probably um, you already know what it's about but if you're not you um, probably helps to just be be open to kind of a different experience and to rather yeah it, it might help to just keep this digital toy aspect in your mind and, and rather treat it as like 15 minutes of kind of meditation than 15 minutes of playing an actual game when when developing i always had in mind rather um i think i also described that on the on the store page is just like picking up those 10 or 15 minutes of flow after i don't know you come come home from work or when you're just stressed out or maybe you're a skateboarder and it's raining outside and you still want to like <laughs> just incorporate those 15 minutes of flow into your day uh, yeah, I think the, the idea behind it was rather like that. So it's not something you would play um, eight hours straight, probably. At least most people won't. But um, yeah, you can just come back to it every now and then. And I think it's, at least for me, I, I probably have 600 hours or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> but I, I still come back to it every now and then um, and just play it for fun. What has making games been like for you in this very strange environment that we're in at the moment? 
probably a big help, I would say, um, because to be honest, it was a very privileged um, situation to be in. Just like I mean, I was developing a game alone anyway, so um, I wasn't affected by most of the um, of the restrictions and. Also, I had this, I, I wasn't bothered too much by um, being alone or social events being canceled because I still like always had this thing I could come back to and just spend time with it and wait until the rest is over, I guess. So, yeah, I would say it was a big help, actually. Now, what are some of the things that you've taken from making a game like Islanders? What are some of those lessons that you've learnt so that when you were making your next game, and that next game was the ramp, that you thought, I might do things differently? It was probably rather the other way around that I um, looked at Islanders at something that um, worked out quite well for us. And then I thought, okay, now I'm, I'm working on my own. What were the things that... Um, that work well on Islanders and how can I transfer them into my own project? And I would say this kind of minimalist approach to everything is definitely something that um, was inspired by, by my previous games. Just like this idea of rather focusing on, on very, on one very specific aspect of your game, like this one idea or one point you really want to bring across it and cut just everything around it and just drill down on that one idea and trying to make it as good as it can possibly be. That's Paula Schneff talking about The Ramp, which is a low-poly, very stylish, extremely cool-looking, It's seriously, you've got to have a look at it, uh, skateboarding game, which is available right now on Steam. And the music you've been listening to in this podcast is from the game. It's composed by Paul Schneff and Hendrik Lux. Thanks to Paul for sitting down with me, allowing me to check out the game uh, early. Uh, you can find a video version of this interview on the Pixel Sift website. I'd recommend you do that because you need to have a look at this. Uh, and that website is pixelsift.com.au. That address again, pixelsift.com.au. Pixel Sift is produced by Fiona Bartholomeus, Nicholas Kennedy, Daniel Ang, Sarah Ireland, Viv Thumb, Adam Christou. Mitch Lowe is our senior producer. And my name is Gianni Di Giovanni. Thanks for joining me. Uh, I'm the executive producer of Pixel Sift. That's all for this episode. Until next time, have fun. If you're in the market for a super addictive puzzle game, you have to check out Mini Motorways on Apple Arcade. It's a city planning strategy puzzler with an incredibly satisfying gameplay loop. Enjoy unlimited access to over 200 incredibly fun games with no ads and no in-app purchases. From puzzle and adventure games to sports, racing and multiplayer action games, everyone can count on finding something to love. Head to sifter.com.au slash arcade to start your free trial of Apple Arcade today. That's sifter.com.au slash arcade for a free one-month trial of Apple Arcade and you'll be supporting independent video games journalism. New subscribers only, $9.99 a month after free trial. Plan automatically renews after trial until cancelled. 